everybody. Hi, guys. Well, from hot as balls, Salt Lake City, Utah. It's Thank God I'm Atheist, the podcast. I'm Frank Feldman. And I'm Dan Beecher. And coming up today, we're going to put a viral video into context. We are. Uh, we're the only people who can. <laughs> With great power, Frank, yeah. comes great responsibility. I know. I and know. we're going to be we're talking about a little lesbian girl. Uh, and who dared actually use the word over the pulpit. She did. At a Mormon church. At a Mormon church. Ugh. By now you might have seen that video. It yeah. went viral. <laughs> it's virulent. Uh, and we're gonna and we're gonna talk about it. Yeah, we are. Alright. Uh, but first stories, Dan. There's more stuff. Shall I go first? Do you want to go first? Who do you want us to go first? Uh, I could go first. Okay. Dan. Yes. There's the threat. This uh, impending, looming threat, yeah. constant in America these days. Oh dear, of Sharia. The sh- yes, Sharia. she's that. She's that singer, right? <laughs> but, yeah, she's that Latina singer, Sharia. <laughs> yeah, I wish. I wish that's all she was, <laughs> because uh, she's terrifying. This Sharia. Oh, uh, so scary. Sh- Sharia law. You know, this yes. is uh, the- Mus- Muslim law. In Islam, uh, in their holy book, there are rules. What? And what? I guess if you were to apply those rules and make them laws, civil laws, yes, right, in, of a country, of or... a country, you would call that Sharia, right? I guess so. And there's also other uses of Sharia. It can be side by side with civil laws, and mm-hmm. you can have like courts for divorce and this and that and blah 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 where Muslims yeah, could go and opt into that system. There are a lot of countries that are like that those lines are kind of blurry. Yeah. So like, they kind of have this We weird... don't know. I mean this is kind of civil law but it's kind of not it's right. kind of just religious law and But blah. it's allowed to kind of stand in for right legitimate law. Right. So it's scary Dan because this <laughs> is happening in America. Uh-oh. It's just it's everywhere. I mean it actually hasn't like been implemented anywhere but it's like happening everywhere oh it's happening everywhere you look according to many people <laughs> and so this uh last week there were anti-sharia rallies oh uh, nationwide in fact oh in, thank uh, god they're saving uh, us a number of uh our, our larger cities including boston chicago denver seattle amongst others speakers were getting up and saying things like why do muslims rape their goats so much uh <laughs> It's because they're perverted, demonic, sex-crazed, sick perverts. Wow! This uh, was at least according to Jim Giles, uh, or Jim Geese. Gee? Gillis? Gillis? Ah, Gillis. No, it's probably Giles. Yeah, I don't know what that is. He uh, he was in Dallas saying such outlandish things. Huh. Uh, he... Um, yeah, yeah, and of course there were people all across the country saying awful things. I actually saw some people in like some anti-Sharia T-shirts walking around Salt Lake City here in town. Yeah, and not part of like any like protest. They were just two people with these T-shirts on, and I was like, I was like, that's so fucking ridiculous. I mean, I noticed it. Yeah, and then I just kind of you know, I moved I, on. I think here's what I want to do. Here's here's what you should do. Oh, what's all, all all of the yous that are listening right now. <laughs> okay. If you see someone in, in an anti-Sharia t-shirt, go up and ask them any of the rules associated with Sharia law. They don't know. 
They They have no idea. Because let me tell you something. The rules that are associated with Sharia law are largely rules that conservative Christians would agree with. Would really like. 90% of them. Hmm. Probably 99% of them are straight down the middle, like Old Testament Christianity, the good old days. (laughs) It is... It is exactly what they want. As a matter of fact, they're all in the same breath of them trying to fight against Sharia law. They're trying to implement it with a different word. They're, well, they're trying to implement Christian rule. Right. You know, Sharia isn't Christian. That's, yeah. That's, that's their the prob- difference. That's their problem with it, is that it's that scary Islam thing. Yeah. That they don't understand at all. Because, again... They would, if they just were a part of it, they would, they'd be, some of them would be uh, signing up their kids to go (laughs) join ISIS. What's so funny is that most of Sharia is just governing, like, how, like, how to be a Muslim. Like, you do, you wouldn't implement most of it in a a civil thing anyway, because it doesn't apply to anybody but Muslims. It's like how, you know, how marriages work and who's, you know, who's allowed to marry who and, and the whole halal, halal and haram thing. This is in terms of food. Forced Sharia, Dan. This is, this, this, it's, seriously, it's happening. They're trying to. It hasn't happened anywhere, but it's happening. It's happening everywhere you look except anywhere. It's, it's, yeah. What's amazing to me, the other thing is that, like, in the same breath, a guy, you know, some Christian pastor will be like, these Muslims are trying to force everybody in the country to become a Muslim, and I can't take it, blah, blah, blah. And then, like, five seconds later, we'll be like, and we need to get out there and preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. (laughs) We need to make everybody in this country a good Christian, blah, blah, blah. You're the same. Right. You are them. They are you. You are the same. Right. And you wear, have different hats. Where are my special rights, by the way? Right. Exactly. Um, this was all organized by a group called Act for America, which was founded back in uh, seven, and is headquartered in Virginia Beach, Virginia. Mm. And they 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 deny being specifically uh, anti-Muslim. Their enemy is Does ACT stand Islam. for acrimonious Christian theocracies? Right. Uh, the enemy is radical Islam. Yeah. Which seeks to destroy our Western way of life, according <laughs> to their website. But this uh, nice little uh, Gillis or Giles or whatever mm. uh, clearly doesn't understand that <clears throat> because his sign says every real Muslim is a jihadist. Wow. Well, there you go. I guess so. I guess he knows them better than they know themselves. Yeah. That's one thing I've I mean, noticed in a lot of... Man, everybody wants to put words into everybody else's mouth. I'll tell you that much right now. Well, you know... Everybody knows what the other people are thinking. I don't... And I think when we come off in these discussions, I think it's important to point out that, you know, I mean, I'm no great lover of Islam. No. Just like I'm no great lover of Christianity. Right. But I, I also think that one is a little bit more, uh, fucked up, bomby than the other. <laughs> yeah. One's a little bit more bomby, yeah. but but I mean, Christianity, if put into sort of the you know global context, no. you know, if you swapped Islam for Christianity, would Christians be out bombing shit? Yeah, I mean, that, right. and, that's, and and it's not like we don't have you know, reports of Christian mass shootings all of the live long day. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And Christians so are Christians, cruel to... So Muslims are bomby, Christians are shooty. That's the difference. Yeah. That's the main difference. Yeah. 
Um, I will say this. There's a photo included in this whole article that's absolutely amazing. I'm going to describe it to you. There's an imam standing at a podium. <laughs> looks kind of sort of press conference-y, sure. whatever. But boy, how do these people do podiums right? This thing has four sort of Doric columns. Oh. And it, it looks very sort of just like ancient. Like if the, if, if the Athenians <laughs> had built a podium. If they downscaled the Parthenon yeah, to podium size. Th- that's what this thing is. <laughs> and it's on casters. Like they just rolled this thing out. Look at it. I want it's ridiculous. It, I want him to be driving that thing around like M- Melissa McCarthy on SNL. <laughs> I want that. It's on that scale. Just motorize that shit and get out. (laughs) Get out into the world. I like it. That's good stuff. So yeah, but god damn it, people. I'm gonna take us across the pond. Oh, to a to a story that I feel like I lack the context to really get, and I tried to research it out, and I still don't really understand it. So I'm gonna throw it out to you and and see what you think. Uh, in Great Britain. Okay. In the UK. So far, so good. Uh, there w- there's a politician who's named Tim Farron. He was okay. the leader of the Lib Dems, the Liberal Democratic Party. Okay. Um, who is stepping down as the leader of, the, of this party. Okay. Because, he says, he couldn't reconcile it with his Christian faith. Meaning, okay. somehow, he, he still believes that everybody has a right to coexist and that everybody should be treated blah 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 okay. he was asked a lot of times about his position uh on gay issues because he's christian sure and he's a liberal democrat so like how does that work he's got to f- sort that out and he said things like you know he's he, he said uh he, he basically said what you're supposed to say which is like they should be allowed to live their lives as they please you know that sort of thing right but apparently i I get the sense from what I've seen from his press conference and everything that he was taking too much flack from the left about being a Christian. So much so that he felt like it was completely intolerant and that there was no place for him. And so he's leaving. Okay. I find that kooky. So where is he going? Is he joining a different... No, he's not. No, he's just stepping down. Okay. So he's getting too much flack. Yeah. I'm just confused, Dan, because so was he like antagonistic in his Christian ways or did he was he just again, when I looked it up, when I was looking around, I didn't see any of that. He's he seems to have feel like he said he got a lot of questioning about it, but he said that that was fair game, like from from the press and whatever. Right. And he said this is that's fair game. I just can't handle it or something. It's so weird. He says, quote, the consequences of the focus on my faith is that I have found myself torn between living as a faithful Christian and serving as a political leader. I don't get why you can't be both. To be a political leader, especially of a progressive liberal party in 2017, and to live as a committed Christian, to hold faithfully to the Bible's teaching has felt impossible for me. So he's a conservative Christian. No. Well, what do you mean? No. No. I I mean I I he's not a conservative person but he must I mean I guess mainline I, protestantism is in line with liberal values. Here's what he said. He said I seem to be the sub- subject of suspicion 
because of what I believe and who my faith is in. In which case, we are kidding ourselves if we think we live, we yet live in a tolerant liberal society. So this was just the, he feels like just because he was Christian, he was hounded for, yeah. for, for being, for professing Christianity. Yeah. That's bizarre. I find that so strange. And, and yet, and yet, I will say this, and this is me calling our people to task. I feel like atheists especially, like the secular community that's, you know, that tends to be quite liberal, that tends to be mm. very socially uh, progressive. Right. They tend to be pretty intolerant of people of faith. And yes. I, and that's, yes, yes. that's, no, that's, that's an intolerance that I have no tolerance for. Like, fucking just get over it. Some people still believe and it's okay. That right. they still believe. But, I mean, I just find it so weird. Again, I don't feel like I have all of the... all of the. Uh, I don't feel like I have a handle on all of the issues here because I just couldn't find it. Well, But okay. it's so fucking weird. The dude just feels like he's not welcome in the club. Well, he's, he's not. <laughs> That's what I'm going to say. He's, he's not. You take your Jesus and I've go got, home. I've got I've got my purity tests. Yeah, and he right? doesn't pass it. Yeah, so I don't get why he's here. I especially don't understand why he's our leader. How could a Christian care about gays? No, rise to such ranks. Oh yeah, within our little thing here. Right? How did we let this happen? I don't know. I mean, who the fuck cares? He's probably actually stepping down because he didn't do as well as he had thought he would do in this recent election. That's probably the real reason. <laughs> but he's like whining about being a Christian. I don't know. That would be very Christian of him. That would be that would typically be Christian of him. Good that would be good that's good American Christianing is what that is. <laughs> Why whining he's about clearly in the wrong country. Whining about Christian persecution. Yeah. Get over here, Tim. This is where you belong. <laughs> you can a Christian in politics? Everybody will You are welcome. You, and believe me you will, yeah, you'll you'll have sympathetic ears all around Yeah, for being persecuted for your Christianity. Oh, uh, I don't know, Dan. I've oh. got a story that it's clear that something's going on here, too. Uh-oh. Donald Trump this week went and spoke to a bunch of evangelical Christians. Oh, dear. Quote, it is time to put a stop to the attacks on religion. Oh, yeah, all those attacks that are happening. Yeah, he said this on uh, June 8th. To the uh, Faith and Freedom Coalition. I like both we, Faith and Freedom. Well, not He faith. says that uh, we will end the discrimination against people of faith. Okay. Yeah. Our government will once again celebrate and protect religious freedom. Oh, good. No. Thank God it has... It, Take out the word freedom there. Take, and you have a correct statement. Our government will once again uh, celebrate and protect religion. Yeah. And change one of the words. Yeah, honestly, well, it's so funny because our government does protect religion quite ferociously in point yeah. of fact. Yeah. Uh, and but our, I think what he's saying is our government will once again protect Christian privilege. That's, oh, absolutely. That's what he's saying. Yeah. He also quoted Isaiah. Oh, learn to do right. Seek justice. Defend the oppressed. Take up the cause of the fatherless. Plead the case of the widow. Right. Okay. And then he. None uh, of this sounds very Trumpian to me. Right. And none of that's like bad. 
Yeah. Oh, that's good, actually. Yeah. And then he says, the entrenched interests and failed bitter voices in Washington will do everything in their power to try and stop us from this religious cause, to try to stop <laughs> all of you. They will lie. They will obstruct. They will spread their hatred and their prejudice. But we will not back down from doing what is right. Because so, as the Bible tells us, we know the truth will prevail. Yeah, I think you read that wrong. Because you strung together like more than four words at a time without a pause. <laughs> Which, as we all know, our current president is incapable of doing. Apparently he was that, very, very what you much just, on script. What you just day, read in, in 14 seconds took him five minutes to get through. In part because he kept pausing for applause i i and, did not see this and telling stories about i just know yeah stopped from this righteous cause yeah you know i i know righteous causes yeah i know all the best righteous causes i got the best causes i got the smartest causes my hair is the best cause yeah i also got a really nice chandelier for a good deal yeah uh but it's beautiful it's a beautiful chandelier but as i was saying um <laughs> uh, they will they will lie Oh, they're liars. They're big liars. Oh, the, you know, they're the, the worst liars. They are the worst liars. Uh, you can see right through all of their lies. Uh, no. So, uh, yeah, this story, I didn't know you were going to be doing that one and that it was going to go where it did. Yeah. But totally just <laughs> dovetailed right this in. Is, this, here we go, is this ladies and gentlemen. the narrative. That's in the United States so of America, 70-some-odd percent Christian. You, it can't be... It could not be harder. We, well... We just, we just persecute them. We do, you know. We, we the giant, hated hate minority, uh, minority. The, the 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 behemoth that is the tiny uh, percentage of people who aren't Christian in our country. Right. So mean. We're Nasty. just so mean. Nasty. We just shout them down. And we have so much power too. It's amazing how much power oh, we have. All right. Well, I'm gonna move on. Speaking of. American Christians. I actually have some kind of good news. Okay. Uh, coming out of uh, the, uh, in Phoenix, there was a, so the, there's a, the Southern Baptist uh, Convention uh, is going on right now. It's, uh, you know, all, all the Southern Baptist, all the Southern Baptists get together and decide what, what the fuck they believe, I right. guess, every every year or so. And they got together. Uh, here's the thing. So there was a... Uh, so so it starts out bad. It starts out as you might expect. Um, somebody had forwarded a, uh, a resolution that said, basically denouncing the, uh, the alt-right, con- condemning the alt-right. Oh, fantastic. And saying that they, that was dismissed. They were like, no, we're not going to do that. Oh no! There oh. may have been a teensy little bit of backlash on that, considering how many of their congregations are black congregations. Right. Uh, yeah. The next day, they came out with another resolution that basically says, uh, qu- "Well, here's what it does say: uh, quote, we denounce and repudiate white supremacy and every form of racial and ethnic hatred as a scheme of the devil." That's pretty good. And they put it to the vote. It passed. Yeah. And there were cheers. Good. And uh, there was much rejoicing in that room and a 
bunch of very, very quiet people who were going to go home and grumble a lot. Because <laughs> I'm guessing that not everybody was happy. Right. Well, uh, but good. But yeah, that's the that, Southern, that... Southern Baptist Convention uh, denounces and repudiates white supremacy. That's good. This is a convention, uh, by the way, that was organized back in the 18... Blah, 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 blah. Uh, I got it here somewhere. Uh, on basically, basically, it was organized specifically to be okay with slavery. It was <laughs> yeah. like the whole point was, and weirdly, like That's slavery, terrible. slavery for missionaries, like so that missionaries could have slaves. Are we going to allow missionaries to have slaves? Yes. Good. Okay. Let's have a whole convention about well, of it. Of course, missionaries, missionaries have to have slaves. <laughs> It's impossible to do everything that you need to do. It's so, it can be so tricky. It can God. be so hard. So, yeah, yeah uh, they have since, of course, uh, repudiated slavery also. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was like 1845. Yeah, the Southern Baptist Conference was founded in 1845 in defense of slaveholding Jesus missionaries. Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's pretty funny. So, okay, so then they got, so they got around to saying, no, slavery's bad. We're- oh, well over 100 years after the fact. But, yes, they did get around to saying that. <laughs> Uh, so it was in the 1900s they just, that they said slavery's bad? Oh, yeah. I mean, like... Ah, oh, fuck me. Yeah. Ugh. When it was a non-issue. Well done. Well done, guys. Yeah. Jesus Christ. All right, Dan. Yeah, what do you got? Uh, I have... I'm going to start with a headline that, anno- that annoys me. <laughs> okay. Headlines are bad. It says... In the shadow of St. Peter's, a Mormon temple rises. <laughs> like it's next door or right. something. Right. This is out like, so Rome has uh, like a, a ring road, right? Mm-hmm. It's got a beltway. Sure. That's way out. Yeah. St. Peter's is nowhere near the beltway. Right? Uh-huh. It's, it's kind of like, is right. it in the middle or? Uh. It's not smack dab in the middle, but yeah, okay. it's it's centrally located. Let's, right. Let's put it that way. Right. Kind of off to the northwest of centrally located. Right. Right. Uh, this is in the northeast quadrant of the city out by the Beltway. Right. Former farmland that the church bought way back in the day, uh, knowing that they wanted to put a temple in Rome. Right? Yeah. So the church has been trying to build a temple in Rome for a while yeah now they they announced this temple a long time ago it's mostly just as a fuck you what the temple yeah to the to the vatican well i think what it i i think the church for whatever reason desperately longs for a temple in rome yeah you know they uh they weren't officially recognized as a religion until the 90s right there have been mormons of some sort in Italy since the 1850s. Right. But no, like, official organization of the church until, like, the 1950s or 60s. Mm. Something like that. When the first first mission opened. Right. right? And there were sort of a slew of, of, uh, of baptisms, of converts mm. in those early years. As there always are. As, yeah. As soon as you go into a new place, sure. you find all they the suckers. some people. And those people have, they raised their kids in the church Mm -hmm. and their kids have now raised their kids or raising their kids in the church, so forth and so on. But what they don't have a lot of, so they have actually 
an, a handful of these multi-generational Mormons. What they don't have are a lot of new converts. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're throwing around the number. Which you didn't help with at all. No, I didn't. Not, not one bit. <laughs> Thank God. Uh, there's 26,000 members, Mormons. 26,000 Mormons. In Italy? In Italy. Okay. Which is not a lot. You just sit and think about that number for a minute. 26,000. It's not insignificant. It's not. I would say it's, it's insignificant. not 2,000. No, <laughs> no, it's not. But for a church that's always growing and that like, you know, yeah, has, has thrown real resources at Italy, right? They have tried their damnedest and they don't get a lot of converts and the converts right. that they do get they get a lot of like african like immigrants okay who convert yeah and so anyway so this whole article is making it sound like the church is thriving <laughs> in italy <laughs> right and that's why and the, so this temple is a response to that right right and it's which just like, normally the building of a temple, the building of any building in Mormonism yeah. normally is a response to uh, what they do is they wait until there's enough interest or enough people there right. that need it. And right. then they build. That's sort of been their thing. Right. And this. But a, but a temple in Rome is special. All that the, the membership, the numbers uh-huh. in Italy would have warranted would have been a uh, one of the little mini temples that right. they're doing now sure right just so that there is a temple for the, convenience the temple sake. expresses that they yeah have. they're just little tiny things they're nice whatever they don't have all the services they're not particularly like they're not architectural landmarks no and they've built this thing to be a fucking nice it's a big custom temple you know almost like a washington dc style okay right look if you're gonna do it in rome you do it right that's when in rome Right. But build as the Romans. It's I just maybe this doesn't outrage you the way that it does me. The center of like Mormon population in Italy is not in Rome. Right. I'm it's saying the this is a fuck you to the Catholics. This is like we're as you know, this is them sort of staking it's some trying to be legitimate they're, somehow. They're staking a claim. They're trying to they're trying to carve out some some uh right. some area for themselves. By the way, just to provide context to your, what was it, 20-something thousand? 26,000. Uh, the population of Italy is 60 million. Right. That's so, why I say it is insignificant. Yeah. Right? That's and pretty- also, like, if you just run sort of the normal, I mean, what, what's the normal activity rate of the church? Oh. It's in the 30s, right? Or 40% or something like that? Sure. Okay, so now that mm-hmm. 26,000, it sounds like, oh, there's all these Mormons. No, really only like probably barely over a third of those Considering how many... are really Mormon. Right. Right. And then spread that out over the country. Right. Considering how many friends I have that went, I personally have that went to Italy for missions. Yeah. I would think there would be more. They're sending like, a lot of people out there. Like I said, they throw resources at that country. You know what would make Italians... Uh, convert more to mormonism what's that mormonism needs to start mafiosos they need to they need to get a mafia going it's just the only way to get any respect down there yeah i don't know i don't know what the the, the it's a weird thing because the jehovah's witnesses have done really well in it oh how funny they have hundreds of thousands of jehovah's witnesses right and they're really active and everybody knows who the 
huh. the, the Jehovah's Witnesses are, right? That's interesting. And actually, sometimes when you arrive at the door, they think you're Jehovah's Witnesses, <laughs> right? And it, it, does that make them welcome you more, or does that make them? Oh, they don't. Nobody likes Jehovah's Witnesses. No, nobody. No, nobody likes Mormons either. No, I know, but <laughs> fresh face Americans, you know, little kids. Yeah, that's. As opposed to used to be a thing. As opposed to the, that's that anymore. weird lady in your neighborhood who's coming around trying to give you. But that's more. That's actually more successful because sure. having your locals be the ones who go out and get new people. Right. They understand the local thing. Not only do they understand the local thing, but that friendship that brought them in stays. Yeah. Because that's often what a lot of these oh, conversions is about. It's that's about a good point. A, it's a relationship. Yeah. Right? When, your Mormon missionary is just going to go home. Exactly. So sooner or later, that person leaves, and now this person's on their own with this group of strangers. Right. Right? And maybe, you know, oh. maybe you don't click with them very well. J-Dub's right? got it worked out. I'm starting to... I'm starting to it worked. It worked in Italy. Be more impressed by the J-Dub's. <laughs> they get the, their uh, marketing wing's doing better. <laughs> All right. I'm going to take us to Bonnaroo, the uh, really great named... Music and arts festival that happens, uh, where's it happen? Tennessee? Uh, Bonnaroo, Tennessee. Is that a thing? Manchester, Tennessee, apparently. Uh, anyway, Bonnaroo uh, is a big deal festival. Yeah. There was a, an arrest that <gasps> happened. No! Uh, 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 where's his name? David E. Brady apparently was arrested at Bonnaroo. Very few... Brady's not an awesome last name, is it? <laughs> Why not? Well, the Brady's. <laughs> no, wasn't there? Oh, no, I'm thinking Bundy. You're thinking Sorry. Bundy. Okay. <laughs> I was like... You, Another TV name. You got something against the bunch? The <laughs> Mike and Carol? Okay. David E. Brady uh, was doing God's work, he claimed, to the police officers who arrested him because he was... Selling fake drugs. <laughs> he was doing, he was keeping the kids off of the smack uh, by giving them the fake smack. He was arrested with 1,000 hits of fake acid. No. 20 bags made to look like cocaine. 37 pills that were made to look like Molly. 27 bags of fake mushrooms. Oh, fake mushrooms. And an incense stick made to you look like how? black tar heroin. Oh, no. You know how upset I would be if I went through the the, the nasty eating of mushrooms, you know, those awful flavored mushrooms, and then I didn't get anything And then out you of got it? no high whatsoever? Ugh. Man. Just an upset tummy. Yeah. No, that's no good. No. So, wait, this is, is ridiculous. So, what's amazing about this is so A. Yeah, the guy's doing the Lord's work. That's hilarious. Right. Uh, but B, also, apparently having fake drugs, also illegal. Really? Counterfeit, dr counterfeit drugs are against the law. No way. Yeah, he, was, he faces a charge. Of, he, so he was apparently, there was apparently a warrant out for him in another place. So he faces charges of being a fugitive from justice and two charges of possession of counterfeit controlled substances. His bail was set at $120,000. No way. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. So uh 
Don't go out there with some dime bags of herbs and, or whatever. Yeah. Did he not know that it was illegal? Oh, I, he knew. Apparently, when he saw a cop coming, he threw whatever bag of fake whatever he had behind him. So it's not like he was all proud of it. No, 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 man. It's fake. It's fake, man. I, I, I can sell this. There's nothing wrong with it. It's just baby powder. Because, I mean, it looks illegal. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah. So, so I mean, I can see him being sort of, you know, like, oh, shit, cops. Right. I'm clearly, I clearly appear to be doing something illegal. Yeah. Right. No, apparently, many. Wow, that's amazing. There's not many crimes that are like that. Where it's like the appearance of a crime is the crime, is also a crime. like you're speeding, like. Yeah. You're speeding. Then you're speeding. I suppose if you had a fake gun, you could be charged with a crime. If you like, if you were brandishing it, yeah. yes, yeah. yeah, I suppose so. Anyway, this guy, uh, he was apparently just sitting in a tent when he was approached by the deputies, uh, the county deputies, uh, after one of them saw him with what appeared to be narcotics, and apparently, what appeared to be narcotics is just as bad as narcotics. I think that's hilarious. That is amazing. Uh, yeah. What are you in for? Not selling drugs. <laughs> and at first I was thinking like this is harmless and kind of funny, but if he had incense an incense stick made to look like black tar heroin, somebody could have in, like boiled that down and injected it into their bloodstream. That yeah. that's not safe. Well, I mean somebody who is that advanced in like doing drugs, as soon as they started burning it down, they would clearly notice some sort of difference i think right if nothing else the smell would be entirely wrong how does this guy get away with this? same with like i mean as i was saying eating nasty tasting mushrooms right who knows maybe they were just delicious yeah and that would be the first indication that'd be the tip off wait 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 wait. this is wonderful these are culinary mushrooms (laughs) are these shiitake is this porcini (laughs) what is this i'm not gonna get it high off of this you know even if he hadn't gotten caught by the police how do you get away with that it seems like everybody at the festival would sooner or later be they would jump you, you like a like a mad person right you're taking their money all right well there you go ladies and gentlemen if you have any advice for people who want to sell contraband uh you can write into us podcast at thankgodimatheist.com or you could call and leave us a voicemail message. The telephone number is 424-666-8442. Yeah, do that. And go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash Atheist, and click that like button. And while there, search for the TGIA Members Only Lounge and request to join. It's a closed group, but we'll let you in. Dan. Yes. Do you do you like listening to things? <laughs> do you here's what here's what I want to know. How how deep is your faith? Is your faith so strong? Yeah. That you actually believe the bullshit that it says in the Bible? Because if you do, you need to join in this guy's uh thing. 
Hello everyone, my name is Danny Dillon, and I'm the pastor of the Rock Church of Franklin, Virginia. Now you may not know where Franklin, Virginia is, but I'm believing you know who God is. And this past Monday, my brother passed away. Time of death was 1110. He was 43 years old. His name was Ben Dillon, and he served in the ministry his entire life. The past 20 years, he was the principal of our Christian school. He was a faithful, loving husband, and he was an awesome father to two beautiful children. But can I tell you that ever since Monday morning, we've been praying for resurrection life. When the paramedics were pumping his chest, come on, when he was in the hospital and they announced his time of death, we've been believing God for a miracle. At the funeral home, we've been praying over his body. Now at the church, we're just believing God to do something awesome. You should see his wife, Micah, as she continues to worship God and continue to try to call her husband back. And we just know that whatever the outcome, whatever God has, we're going to continue to give him the glory. So I'm wondering if you'll join with us and you'll pray. The kingdom of heaven is near. It says to heal the sick and raise the dead. Freely you have received, freely give. What if you need something in your life? What if you need a healing? What if you need to stir your faith like never before? Let's do this thing together. Let's bring revival back to the nation and across the world. We have people praying from West Coast to East Coast to South America. Believe in God for a miracle over these next 24 hours till his memorial service and even then we're going to still call on God to raise Ben back so we love you we thank you for standing in agreement spread the word that God is God and he's still on the throne and he'll forever be on the throne God bless you we love you so much holy shit that was a, an intense experience yeah <laughs> I mean Man, I get it. You lose a loved one and you don't want to let go. Right. But but calling on the world to pray for his resurrection? That's some That's some next level shit right there. Yeah. That's some And you can tell he knows no. it's not going to happen because no. he's like whatever the outcome, we'll give glory to God and whatever. It's like, yeah, dude, you know. Yeah. You will see that's his mistake. That's his the gap in oh. faith. That that moment is that's why he doesn't get resurrected. That's why it's not going to happen. Because he didn't have if you had enough faith to not throw faith. a caveat in there. If you had perfect faith, <laughs> it would work. I did look up Franklin, Virginia. Yeah. Uh, it is just, uh, you know, if you just take the uh, Highway 258. Okay. Oh, 258, yeah. Uh, or actually the 189. Oh, the 189. He's <laughs> just a little bit west of, and I promise this is true, the Great Dismal Swamp National Wildlife. No. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Great Dismal Swamp. The Great Di And it sounds like he's from right near the Great Dismal Swamp, doesn't it? <laughs> doesn't that make some, some just a little bit of sense? Some swamp people in his, oh. in his, uh, well, his voice. He, or he's got Dismal. That's <laughs> oh. down. For really, Resurrection? Really? That's, I don't know That's how that's where you go. Resurrection? You want something that has only happened... To Jesus and that and one Lazarus. dude and that one dude that Jesus touched. Yeah. Resurrection. Yeah. That's where you're going. <laughs> I mean, in fairness, if they pulled it off. Hey, my pre Hey. I feel bring like people to Christ. Yeah. I feel like he'd uh he's he'd, called Yeah. So where are you, Christ? Yeah. This is an opportunity. Do it. <laughs> I'm gonna do it. I'm, dear Jesus. Please bring this dude's brother back. I want to see that shit.
Oh. Signed, Dan. I don't. Is that how you pray? I don't do it anymore. Signed. I like the whole signed thing. S- Respectfully yours. Sincerely. <laughs> Daniel Beecher. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, we had some folks write into us. Indeed. Uh, do you recall that I told a story uh, about some Jewish fellows grabbing chickens? Yes. And waving them above their head yes. in, in, a, in, a, in a ceremony called Kaparot. Kaparot. That is, uh, that is a, a very silly thing to do. Yeah. That is a very silly thing to do. Right. Uh, well, our, our Rabbi Gruber wrote in. He chimed in, yeah. To, uh, to, to weigh in on that. He yeah. said, uh, number one, no less an authority than my mom and Maimonides himself. I, I, did, I, did I finally get it out? Maimonides uh, agreed with you and stated that the practice of Kaparot is akin to, the practi- to practicing witchcraft wow. and therefore forbidden. And Rabbi Joseph Caro, who, uh, whose, law, Caro, Caro, whose law code is accepted by most Orthodox Jews today, agreed. Oh, wow. I will say this. Uh, there's not much in the practice of most uh, dogmatic religions. Uh-huh. You got your Judaism, your Christianity, your Islam. Right. That isn't like witchcraft to me. <laughs> I mean, you're just believing in a bunch of magic. Right. It's nonsense. But this is literally but, but when you grab an a, animal. When you grab a chicken and, shit. Right. and you're waving it over your head right. and claiming that all your sins are going into that, apparently through the use of centrifugal force, <laughs> I, think, I think maybe better than waving over your head, if you spin around a lot. And ah. all of your sins sort of go out your arm into the chicken. Yeah. And then you kill the chicken, you got no more sins. Right. Uh, Rabbi Gruber goes on to say that Ashkenazic Jews, uh, Orthodox Jews, however, thought and continue to think that this is a swell fat practice. Go figure. Uh, many do it with money now because uh, of different problems. They spin money around? With hand- mishandling the chickens. How- just waving now, like they're rappers. Like Apparently, how does this work? And then they make their sins rain on somebody else. <laughs> they go into a stripper and they're like, she does not know that she's getting all my sins right now. <laughs> but <laughs> she's a lost cause anyway. Yeah. <laughs> and then and then what do they do with the money? Do they donate it? Because they, they donate I think the they chickens. donate it to the poor. It's okay. more I think so the, the poor is direct. I think they just don't tell the poor that they're getting their sins. Their sin money. They put their sins into the money, and then they're like, here, you go, you have it. I don't... Now, he's not saying that they're putting the sins into the money, right? I mean... He didn't not... Okay. He said, right. many do it with money now. I, I don't know what else that means. I think it's through donation. Yeah. I think it's through giving... There you go. Uh, Okay, yeah. Uh, Also, he he commented on Pat Robertson. Uh, He said, because Pat, you remember the Patty Boy was talking about polygamy, and and he kind of had trouble saying that he was like, yeah, God didn't stop it. Right. We just kind of veered left instead of right on that one. But we could go, I mean, he he left a lot of room for polygamy to be okay. Right. Uh, Rabbi Gruber says, Pat is such a doddering fool. Polygamy was the exception because m- multiple wives and children is expensive. And as he quotes, and he quotes Genesis, which he thinks he is quoting when he thinks he is quoting the New Testament to justify why the latter is different. And then he says, oh. 
Gruber out, <laughs> which is pretty adorable. Thanks, uh, Rabbi I Gruber. Love Rabbi Gruber. That's All awesome. Right. Thank you. Uh, Zach wrote into us, hey, Frank and Dan, on your last episode, you were discussing the Jewish ritual of Kaparot. I want to. I, I always want to say that wrong. Every time I say, I want to say Capriot, I want to say. I say Cipriot. just go for it, Dan. Whatever comes out, comes out. Crap a lot. Uh, so <laughs> Dan expressed some confusion about why the chickens were being held by the wings instead yeah. of the chest. Uh, the reason for that, apparently, Zach is a chicken guy. Okay. Uh, the reason for that uh, is that birds lack diaphragms, which means that if they're, that their chests need to be expanded and contracted for them to breathe. Uh, if they did hold them by the chest, they would be choking the chicken in public, and that is against the law. Ha, okay. ha, ha. Boo for the joke. But yeah. uh, apparently, not that these guys care that much. They're they're about to kill the chicken anyway. Right. It just seems holding by the feet. It seems like the feet are where you hold a chicken, not by the wings. Uh, have you ever seen a chicken's feet? Yeah. You don't want to touch those things. I ate chicken feet one I time. I have too, but that's not. It's I not good. I don't want to touch them with my hands. I'll put one in my mouth. <laughs> that's your position on many things, but we don't need to go into <laughs> that. Um, I'm gonna. I'm gonna just. There's both touching. I'm gonna. And, I'm uh, gonna paint you with with certain strange <laughs> sexual proclivities and let people just live Be with that. Be confused. Yeah, sure. Why not? Dear Dan and Frank, this is from Jeff. You guys are great. I listen to your show religiously. Uh, like you, I was brought up in a religious environment. Mm. Lately, I find myself longing for the days when I expected that if I prayed, I'd be given my daily bread and protected from evil. Mm. Things haven't exactly worked out that way, but I'm hopeful that, in, that the one true God will be making a return soon. In fact, I think that you guys should invite him onto your show. And I, after all, he said he's coming back. But it's not clearer what he's waiting for. Who's to say that you aren't the ones chosen to invite him? So I think an, uh, an open invitation couldn't hurt. It might it might save the world. Ooh. Ah, yeah. And you could start soliciting questions that your listeners would like to ask during his visit. For me, I'd love to know if God had parents or siblings. Where did he come from? Did he arrive with the Big Bang and wait 13 billion years to have mm. for humans to arrive? Mm -hmm. Who gave him this job? I also have personal questions. What's your favorite food? Right. <laughs> I also have uh, personal questions. My wife is truly an angel on earth. Me, not so much. So when I'm down below suffering, will I get any time off for a conjugal visit? Is there at least a Skype connect between heaven and hell? Thanks again for the good podcast, Jeff. Well, well, Jeff, the Mormons kind of have that one figured out. The Mormons have got your back, Jeff. <laughs> the Mormons got you, boo. Yeah. Because the Mormons have an answer for where God come from. Did he have parents? Yes. Mm -hmm. Do we know who they are? No. Nothing about them. But we know that as God is, or as, as man, man is, is, God once was. And as God is, man may become. Right. Yes. God was one of us. What if God was one of us? Well, he was. Yeah, I know. He was, according to the Mormons. The Mormons, he was a slob. He was just, just like one of us. Yes, indeed. He was like, he was just a dude on another earth. Yeah. He passed the test. He got straight A's. Yeah. And he gets to have, he got to have his own, uh, his own godhood. Yeah. His own godship over our planet. Yeah. It's Isn't a, that amazing? It's a cycle that goes back. To infinity. Yeah. And beyond. Where did they come from? They, well, from their godly parents. Where did they come from? 
from their godly parents. Shut up. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I don't know, Frank, if you met God, if God revealed his or herself to be true, mm-hmm. what questions would you ask? Do you have some questions for God? Uh, well, no. I, I'd, I'd have I, a lot of questions. Well, what's your favorite food? I think that's a good one. <laughs> sure. You know, like, sure. Uh, favorite who, color? Who do you think is going to win The Bachelor? That's always <laughs> a good one. Have you been paying attention to that one? <laughs> I think they just uh, canceled The Bachelor. No. There was like sexual, there were accusations of sexual uh, assault or something. I don't know. I would be surprised if there wasn't. Right? On every season. Yeah. Yeah, that would I don't be... know. I never watched the show. And me neither. It just seems like it's sexually charged. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's not assault. That's just... Yeah, I don't know. Does he have a favorite episode of Star Trek? Sure, that sure. we talk about? <laughs> Ooh. What's, what's your sign, God? <laughs> All of them. Uh, don't be dumb, God. He's omni-sign. Uh, he's omni-zodiacal. <laughs> uh, oh, God. He's such a rapscallion. I'd be like, what's your favorite practical joke, and who are we going to play it on? Because hmm. God would be the best practical joking partner that exists. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's who you want. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because it's going to be like, it's going to be super good. But not mean. It'll just be a really good practical joke. You'll get them a hundred percent, and then afterwards they'll be, they'll be like, "You guys." Well, I mean, like if he like killed someone and then brought them back. Oh, that's such a good one. That's a good because it's not ultimately going to be mean, right? It's mean in the moment. Or you do, you You're know, fucking with their emotions. Sure, sure. Yeah. You you know, you go golfing, you hit one into the water. Yeah. You walk out on the water. And just play through. Oh, because the ball just is sitting there. It's right just there. sitting there. You yeah. do the whole... It, I mean, that's a good one. Yeah. That is a good one. Oh, God. God would be so much fun. Oh, God. Hanging with God. It's uh, the next episode of... <laughs> so tell me, Elohim. <laughs> Can I call you Elohim? Is that okay? That's only Mormon God. <laughs> Other Yahweh is, is the one that most people believe in. <laughs> or Allah. Yeah. Can't do a selfie with Allah. That's no fun. <laughs> Come on, Allah. Oh, I guess that's just Muhammad. I don't know. Yeah. I, can you can you de you can't depict Allah, I assume either. I would assume not. But I mean if he says it's cool. Hey, he's Allah. He yeah. What are you yeah. going to do? Say no? <laughs> I would think probably there yeah, there's no Well, there's not supposed to be depictions of any kind. Oh yeah, they really right? they really don't like, like those. Yeah. So, there you go. Like, Selfies Have in you ever general? been in a Muslim's house? No, um, not recently. Yeah, there's just squiggles everywhere. <laughs> I've been, I guess, I mean, I've been to like, <laughs> you're such a, <laughs> I know that that's what it was at the Taj Mahal. <laughs> yeah. No pictures, just, just squiggles. Lots and lots of squiggles. <laughs> really intricate, intricate inlaid squiggles on everything. <laughs> Oh, Lordy Jesus. All right. Uh, do we have anybody to thank? We do. We have three new patrons oh, on Patreon. Um, all coming in at the faithful level. Well, God bless. Indeed. Emmanuel. Oh. Yeah. That's yeah. a good name. Yeah. Uh, also, Jesse and Simon. 
These are all really solid fucking names. Yeah? Yeah. I'm going to say, we don't say the last names of our donors. No. I'm going to say it's Emmanuel Macron. <laughs> He's the, the president of France is listening to our show. Thank you. Yes, thank you. Monsieur Macron, <laughs> for your generous donation. Yeah, no. Uh, and and uh, James continues, as our Lord and Savior. He's just killing it as a Lord and Savior. Yeah, he's doing a great job. Well, uh, God bless all of you, uh, and, and that's not real. <laughs> so, in the name of us, amen. Amen. So, yeah, one of the things about our upbringing, yours and mine, is that uh, every week we would have to go to three hours of torture. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. And then once a month, one hour of that torture Mm. became extra tortury when members of the congregation were allowed to get up in front of everybody else and profess their faith. It's called... Fast and testimony meeting. <laughs> so we were all hungry. Yes. And people got up to just say whatever bullshit they needed to say. Right. About Jeebus. And <sighs> in our day, now that I, apparently they've been cracking down trying to get people not to just go off on long ass stories. Right. But in our day, there were no prohibitions. No. You got up there. Some crazy lady got the mic. And for 20 minutes is telling us all about her niece who lives in Oklahoma. Mm -hmm. Well, for you, Oklahoma was the thing. But who, like, almost died because Mm -hmm. of a boating accident involving a thing and a guy and a thing. Mm -hmm. And Jesus saved her. And what I just gave you is the short version Mm -hmm. of what lasted for fucking ever. And that was a thing that we were just subjected to yeah. monthly, the first Sunday of the month. I've made references to the screen door before, but I don't think it's ever, I've never really explained it. The screen door? Yeah. Every time I bring up like the story of like, oh yeah, Sister Smith would get up and talk about the screen door. Uh-huh. It's actually kind of true. Talk to me about the screen door. <laughs> I don't know. The, I, there was like the miracle of the screen door that she shared some story on one time. How like her screen door was busted, and then like her home teachers came over. And they helped her fix the screen door, <laughs> uh, and it was like it's a miracle. That's not like they were going to come over anyway. You had neighbors and... who fixed your damn door. <laughs> I just really believe that the Lord guided them. <laughs> they had the right screwdriver. I thought I needed a flathead. They had the Phillips. <laughs> yeah. It it's was the miracle of the screen door. So painful. Yeah. It's so painful. I remember distinctly one lady getting up and talking about like they their family went camping and she just had a dark feeling. <laughs> I love dark feelings. I had a dark feeling. <laughs> Where's little Susie? <gasps> Uh-oh. And I suddenly needed to find her. And I went looking and looking. I couldn't find her. She wasn't anywhere. I grabbed her just before she jumped into the river. And I just know that if I hadn't been given that prompting, oh no, she would have been in the river. It was low. The, wa- the water was low. It was, <laughs> would have been fine. But she would have been wet for the whole rest of the picnic. <laughs> Anyway, 
Uh, it's not far off, Dan. So here's what happens. So so people get up there, and there, there is a sort of standard template. Yeah. To make because it's Mormonism, so it's boring. Right. They have to borify it some way. So right. usually, nine times out of ten, somebody gets up and says, "I I'd like to bear my testimony. Uh-huh. I know this church is true. Uh-huh. I know that Joseph Smith was a real prophet. I know that Thomas S. Monson uh, insert current." Right. prophet uh-huh. here is a true prophet and is and is a beloved leader or whatever right and uh and i say these things in the name of jesus christ oh and i and and i know my family will be together in heaven forever or right. whatever and just like sort of affirming basic tenets of this goofy church and notice uh you actually did it pretty correctly there dan notice the omission of jesus until just sort of boilerplate sign off the sign off is i say these things in the name of jesus christ amen but they didn't say and i know jesus christ is my lord and savior blah, no, blah, blah, blah. no 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 that's a little some will say it but it's not part of the standard no and because they're a little light on jesus half the time well and also what they're doing is affirming mormondom right not affirming christianity exactly so anywho this happens monthly you feel free to go to one if you guys want to see it, you're welcome to go to it. You could uh, just, you know, get boy. in there on the first the first Sunday of the month, and you'll yeah. just be subject to all of this. Anyway, uh, a viral video has gone around. <sighs> a twelve year old girl. Now, kids can do this. I think they're I think they're like trying to pull back on that too. Well, the kids they have the testimony glove, right? What? And- is that a real thing? Uh, it's the five things you're supposed to talk about. In your oh, testimony, right. Okay. And it's what, basically what you just did. Oh, and I, probably on that one, because I never it's got official, this. this was pre, this or this, this we is, were pre that. This is after us. Right, this okay. is way after us. Um, I'm sure because this is more sort of like, I don't think it was created by the church. Yeah. But it's been like heavily adopted. Sure. Um, I'm sure one of those fingers is Jesus. These mommies have way too much time and just need to, and they, so they, they, if it's not, they find a way to craftify anything. So a little, uh, this you buy a desert bookstore. Yeah. Like we could go get one if you wanted. I don't, I don't put it right here. Oh yeah. On the TGI set. Sure. I, here's the thing. Uh, and, and when a, normally when a kid gets up, anyone under the age of say, I don't know, 14 or whatever. Yeah. Here's what you're going to get. <sighs> I'd like to bear my testimony. Um, the, I know this church is true. And then, and, and maybe there's a mom whispering in, in yeah. their ear. So. Well, it's f- fun when the little kids, like the five-year-olds, get up and it's just... It's so breathy because they don't know how to do a microphone. And when I was a kid, I was eager to get up there. I needed my I needed my my mic time. Of course you did. I was I, little I, actor Dan. Yeah, I wanted my want to get up on stage. I wanted That's the, really what it was. Give me that spotlight, baby. That's all it was. Give me that spotlight. Well, recently there's been there's now a video of a girl doing this. Now that yeah. that's unusual. People do not videotape in the Mormon church. In no, the church, that's no. weird. Right. Uh, but clearly, I and think, you can tell the person's sort of surreptitiously filming as well. Right. They're trying to. Right. Every, of course, everyone behind them knows because they've got their screen. It's their, it's a phone thing. Maybe they like had their Book of Mormon. Maybe. They were like, it's on the back of the Book of Mormon. Right. They were like reading. Oh, yeah. That'd be, that'd be clever. Reading him. Yeah. So anyway, uh, this little girl gets up. 12-year-old girl gets up. Yeah. 
uh, and starts bearing a testimony. She's not using a standard template. She's off. She's off script. Oh, she is way off, off Mormon script. script. Yeah. She has her own script. She has yeah. her own notes. And she's reading. And she basically says she's gay. She she gets a she gets and up she there. She also just like slips it right in. She oh the first one's sneaky. Yeah. The first yeah. one is like I know that my and she talks about heavenly parents, which right. is another sneaky little thing because Mormons believe that there's a heavenly mother, but they don't and talk about her. More so, they're talking. Yeah, and, I mean, there's no theology around it, but you'll hear people now more than ever actually mention. The fact that there is a heavenly mother for real yeah like legitimately yeah but anyway um no it's it's interesting because like in the same line as saying like i like it wasn't an accident that i have brown eyes and it's not an accident that i'm gay right, right? yeah exactly she kind of slips it in at the end and she's she's not highlighting this in terms of how she's reading it right she's just trying to get through the thing <laughs> right, right right i i mean she's clearly nervous as hell right which i would be too so she's she slips that one in she keeps going. She keeps talking about some stuff. You can tell. And maybe we should play a little clip of it. I'll, why don't we just throw a little clip of it in here? Be warned. You will hear a thousand babies going off like they're fucking alarm clocks in this thing. Like, That's just Mormon church, people. Oh, my God. Mormon church in Utah is so fucking painful. <laughs> you will get the background noises as much a part of like how you're going to understand Mormon, the Mormon experience as whatever it is she's saying. <laughs> Hi, my name is Savannah, and I want to share my testimony with you. I believe I'm in a child of heavenly parents. I don't know if they talk to us, but I feel in my heart that they made me, and they did love me. I believe I was made the way I am, all parts of me, by my heavenly parents. They did not mess up when they gave me brown eyes, or that I was born bald. They did not mess up when they gave me freckles or when they made me to be gay. I hope someday to go on dates, go to school dances, to hold hands, and to go out to college. I hope to find a partner and have a great job. I hope to get married and have a family. I know these dreams and wishes are good and right. I know I can have all of these things as a, as a lesbian and be happy. I believe that if God is there, he knows I am perfect just the way I am and would never ask me to live my life alone or with someone I am not attracted to. He would want me to be happy. I want to be happy. I want to love myself and not feel ashamed for being me. I ask you... Brothers and sisters, I, I also want to recognize that we are all children of God. We are loved by our Heavenly Father. I have no doubt the Heavenly Father has made us all unique in different ways. For that, I am grateful. I am grateful for all of you who are here today, the sons and daughters of God. We are all very much grateful for Heavenly Father's plan for us. I say this in Jesus Christ. So there's that. Yeah. She was cut off. Her mic was cut. Yeah. She got a lot of it out. Right. But her mic was cut eventually. I think what through what through what finally kicked it into gear was she said the word lesbian no mind you mormonism has like recently they they they've put up a website for the for the for gay members and mormon for, and gay for people to understand their mm. mormon relationships mormonism carved out this weird little space for gay people like you can't be gay you can't do gay right you can be gay but don't do gay 
Right. Right. Which, but she, and this is what got her in trouble as well with the authorities, <laughs> uh, is the fact that she's talking about doing gay. Yeah. She's talking about getting married. Having a partner. And having a partner. And, like, that's... That's where they don't like it. That's that's the defiant. They definitely draw a line moment there. for her, right? You know, and her parents because clearly her parents were involved in this. They must have been, yeah. Because we got the video all the way from the very beginning. Yeah, but there must have been a lot leading up to this, where she said, "I want to talk, tell the whole ward, and I want to be uh, well, open." I almost wonder if it's not something that was already out in the open. With the ward. I think it must have been. Because the ward doesn't respond. Right? Well, they respond by, like, the, like heads start to go down in yeah, what I assume. Yeah, but they're not, What like, I assume is just wild discomfort. Right. But it's not the, the, oh, Jesus Christ, what's going on? That girl just said she's gay. Right. Right. Yeah, that's true. It, I think they all knew. I mean, this girl has been to gay pride, like, yeah. I saw an article that was like, had a picture of her at at Gay Pride with rainbow leggings on. Right. My guess is her parents have like, borne their testimony. Yeah. But maybe didn't go as far as she did. Right. They just said, we love our gay daughter. Right. And also we... This is something that we've been, we've been uh, addressing as a family and Mm -hmm. we love and accept her and, uh, you know. And I'm guessing that the girl has been treated okay. Yeah. Like, she probably hasn't been treated abusively by anyone in the ward. People yeah. have looked at her a little funky. Maybe. But, and and maybe but thought that go was... sit down isn't a nice thing to... No, so you yeah. you really can't hear it in the video. That's what... Her, at the her very mic end... is cut, and then, and then the bishop leans in and says, go sit down. Yeah. And then he gets up and says, and tries to smooth it over with, like, God loves all his chillins and right. all of this other bullshit. Well, what what's sick about what he chose to to say is that it really was what she was saying, right? Is that God loves all of us, right? Right. That was her message. God loves all of us, right? Uh, and uh, it was but, kind but of but a- by but by saying it, it's like almost like somehow saying that that's not what she was saying, right? right? Like, what he's saying he's is- having to counteract what. She, they asked her to sit down for some reason. Right. And now what you choose to say is the most basic, you know, God loves everyone. God doesn't make mistakes. This and that. Blah, blah, blah. So you just said what she said. She just took it one step. For, she took it to its logical conclusion. Right. She just said the word lesbian in the middle right. of it. <laughs> Which, right. that's not okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you and I were commenting on... Uh, speculating on the future of this Mormon church. Yeah. Well, they're uh, going to have to figure this out because but they're going to leave some people behind one way or another. They, yeah. they have no choice. They're going to piss people off. Yeah. Because if they stick to their hardline anti-gay sort of thing, they got maybe 10 years before they just start shedding members and like they just crazy. become a, a very isolated, uh, I mean, they're already pretty fringy. Yeah. But they're try- They're really trying to get some mainstream headway going. Right. That's gone. Yeah. They got maybe 10 years before that just dies. Right. And they lose membership in Utah. Yeah. Utahns start 
fleeing the church left and right. Right. And then, boy, howdy, you know what you get? You get you, uh, America's most a- most atheist state. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> because Mormons turn into atheists. Mormons don't find another religion to go there's, to. There's only a small percentage that go and be Episcopalian or whatever. Or, or yeah, or they or they need like one stepping stone, which is uh, Unitarianism, mm-hmm. and then eventually they're just oh fuck it, I'm an atheist. Right. So that could be a thing. If Mormons go the other way, this is my prediction. Mormons go the other way. Right. They find a way. They carve out space to accept gays. They keep they keep taking small incremental steps, and then eventually, they have to just accept gays. Right. At Full which point, on temple ceremony. At which point, all fucking hell breaks loose. Yeah. And you and I speculated, and I think this might be true, a schism. There would have to be. An actual... I think you'd see the Mormon church break into. 21st century schism, yeah. which could be awesome to watch. <laughs> I Boy, get your popcorn ready at that point, because yeah. that's going to be some good entertainment right there. Yeah. I don't know, because I don't... Th- they they will the thing is they will lose members either way yep if they lose the more open members they'll just go and do their merry thing they won't organize they just sort of evaporate off the other way is you have this coatless this group of conservatives they that's what they do they 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 coalesce they'll coalesce around yeah there will be one one or two leaders yeah that will be like, hell with this, yeah. and say, I'm taking us, I, I'm going to believe, you guys believe whatever you want, but I know what the Lord really wants, and blah, blah, blah. And they'll go do their own thing. A third of the religion will follow that guy. Yeah. that And that's going to be that's gonna be some good stuff. Well, Mormons are pretty good at following, like the main, the, the bulk of the church, I don't even know if it would be a third. A bulk of the church is just really good about going along with whatever the prophet says. They're just the the sheep. A good percentage. The sheep out in West Jordan, right? No, I mean I'm I'm that's, serious. That's they, a that's a that's a Salt Lake City suburb for those of you that are Mormon. Yes, uh, it's the Mormon heartland of Salt Lake County. Um, yeah, they're they're they'll just go along with it. Sure. This is I'm talking like I think it's it's a small percentage, but they go and they go do their own thing. Right, and they'll they'll have their own thing. If if it's the first option, if they just decide to stay hardline on the gay issue, I hope that's what they do. They will so quickly become the Church of Jesus Christ of Africa and South America, <laughs> because they will have nobody in North America, in Europe. Right. They will just lose everybody. It'll just be Africa and South America will be their only home. I mean, I hope my heart of heart hopes, of course, that they become open and accepting because that's just where I want people to go in general. In general, yeah, but. For the sake of you guys fucking suck, and I want you to crumble and fall apart and just be even more fringe than you are. Right. Uh, yeah, I hope they go hardline. I hope, <sighs> I hope they never get good on the issue. Well, either way, there's one little girl who uh, uh, who knows what's going to happen. Oh, she won't be Mormon long. She won't be Mormon. Yeah, the, she won't. She'll By the time she's 16. Right. She'll have she'll have found the hell with this attitude that she needs, <laughs> and we'll be we'll be free. Uh, anyway, if you guys have any questions, comments, thoughts, feelings, hopes, and prayers, send them our way. Podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. 
or call and leave us a voicemail message. Who would do that? The telephone number is 424-666-8442. Yeah. Yeah, we love to hear your voice. Uh, go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash Atheist. And uh, click that like button. And while you're on Facebook, search for the TGIA Members Only Lounge and request to join. It's a closed group, but we'll let you Yeah, in. yeah, and you'll know what it is. Some people have their friends in there. I saw recently somebody. <laughs> I was delighted by this. Somebody in the Members Only Lounge was like, what does TGIA stand for anyway? I was like, oh, <laughs> okay. It's fine. <laughs> Some friend told them about it. It's right. A, such a good group. I don't yeah. know why you wouldn't want to be a part of it, but yeah. That oh, was, that's funny. That was delightful. That's awesome. Uh, hey, speaking of the Members Only Lounge and Facebook, uh, I want to I wanna give a quick shout out and thank you to Sarah, Amy, and Danny for their work as mod- moderators on that in that group. And thanks to Mackenzie for all of her hard work posting stuff on Facebook page. Yes, indeed. Hey, uh, thanks to the Red Rock Hot Club and Gordon Johnston for their use of their fine, fine music. And thank you... Dear listener, for listening. We sure do appreciate it when you do. Bye-bye.